You're listening to the Best of Good Company podcast. I'm producer Mike. Holly was a little under the weather this week, but filling in for her was our good friend and good company correspondent, Care Baldwin. The voice shouldn't be too unfamiliar. She was last heard a couple of weeks ago on the program in the usual good company correspondent segment. So give her a warm welcome and enjoy. Whether you got candy Monday night or you went yesterday to get it on sale, you clever you, don't feel guilty if you want to enjoy some treats. I mean, don't even think about the fact that you would need to do 734 jumping jacks to burn off just one Reese's peanut butter cup. The calories don't count right now, okay? I am giving you permission. But you do want to watch your teeth. I am Care on Good Company, in for Holly. The Ontario Dental Association said chocolate causes the least damage to your teeth because they dissolve quickly in your mouth. Good news if you're a chocoholic. Sticky candy is the worst, you know, like toffee, caramels, and fruit roll-up. It gets lodged in your teeth, which can cause decay. Hard candy can break teeth, and sour candies are high acid content and can erode tooth enamel. They also say the best time to eat the treat is after a meal. So if you want to treat your kids, wait till they finish their meal because the saliva that's produced while eating is going to help protect the teeth. And of course, don't forget to mix in your veggies. Maybe, I don't know, like one candy for every two servings of vegetables. Thanks for joining me on Good Company. This is Care filling in for Holly today. I like change when it's like taking a different route to work or trying new food or rearranging my bedroom furniture just because. But not this like tough stuff change. These experiences that change you forever. But I want to actually share these five experiences that change you forever, but maybe in a good way. Sometimes the most difficult changes can actually grow us and enrich our lives in ways that we've never expected. So instead of fighting change, maybe we could just learn to embrace it a little more. This is something that is so hard for me to do because, again, I like the good change, not the bad change. But one of those experiences is a painful failure. When we have a failure that hurts, it really shakes us. But we do learn from it, and we might even find our calling from it, which actually leads to the second one, which is finding your calling. That's a big change. I mean, once you find your calling, you become filled with purpose and significance. There's a real joy to that. The next is the loss of a loved one. Oh, yeah, this is the change where like life will never be the same, but our empathy and our compassion grow. Number four is discovering your identity. It's all about embracing who we are. And when we start to do that, we can finally start living with authenticity. We no longer are bound to the approval of others and our lives really are never the same. And then finally, that change that involves putting your life in God's hands. That's when a burden is lifted. You're becoming more dependent on God to lead and to provide. And I think that is the best result from change that we could ever want. Again, change is not always easy. It's not even good all the time, but we can approach change looking at what we can gain from it. YOLO, live your truth. You do you, and I don't care what people think of me. Those are four popular phrases that we hear young people say today. Maybe you've heard your kids say them, and actually they're wrong. They're unhealthy beliefs, and we got to make sure our youth today don't confuse these for truth. It's good company. I'm Care filling in for Holly again. YOLO. I mean, I've said this jokingly, but 
you only live once, having that attitude, I mean, young people need to consider how their choices will impact their family and their future. So if your youth are living the YOLO life, empathize with their struggles, but help them make wise choices. Live your truth. I mean, what does that even mean? A lot of young people are struggling with insecurity and they're building up walls. So we need to encourage them to live a life of character and to, ve- to develop wholesome values so they can truly know what truth is. You do you. <laughs> I love this one because I had a friend living in Australia for a few years and she said people would say this almost as a form of greeting. I think it's fine if you're like, I like peanut butter and mayonnaise together on a sandwich. Okay, you do you. But this mindset of you do you actually encourages selfish behaviors. And we want our young people to actually know the right thing to do, to have self-awareness in the moment so they can make good decisions and they won't fail in life. I mean, their peers, they're not going to intervene. So if you don't, nobody will. And finally, I don't care what people think of me. Remind them of the impression that they're making on their teachers, on their future bosses, their coworkers, their friends. I mean, whatever they put on social media is going to follow them into their future. Let's live by example and help our youth today know which truths to believe to help them thrive now and in their future. Hey, it's Care filling in for Holly on Good Company. 96-year-old Hollywood legend Dick Van Dyke was recently photographed pushing a cart full of red plaid winter coats from a store before he put them in his trunk of his car, personally drove them himself. Yes, he's 96 and still has a driver's license and dropping them off at a local nonprofit. I can remember hearing Pastor Andy Stanley say, don't wait until you have tons of excess money before you start developing a habit and a heart of generosity. We have to start building that habit now so that once we have more money, we have more to give and we already know how to give and we're not being greedy because like now we finally have money, you know, but once you have a generous heart, it doesn't go away. And Dick Van Dyke, again, 96, he is still being generous. He is known for Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, The Dick Van Dyke Show, and so much more. But he's also known for often performing small yet heartfelt acts of kindness. And that is worth so much more. Are you one of those people who doesn't sing because you feel like you're just not very good at it? Well, do it anyway. This is Care filling in for Holly Taylor on Good Company. There's this great quote, and I don't remember who said it, but it says that if only the best singing birds got to sing, the forest would be very quiet. I mean, mornings would be different. Think about it. That's not how God designed birds. It's also not how God designed us either. He created us with a song in our hearts to sing and to worship him. And we can actually learn a lot from birds this week. This first week of November, I mean, for me, it's similar to the Christmas holidays. It's a really difficult time for me to practice self-control. There are treats everywhere. The majority of kids eat their haul in the first week of November. And I know, I know, self-control is one of the fruits of the Spirit, so Lord help me. But even birds have self-control. There was this study that was done inspired by the famous 1972 Stanford Marshmallow Test. You know, the one where a psychologist will offer a child the choice of either one marshmallow immediately, or if they can wait, 
they'll get two. Well, some birds, particularly blue jays, understand delayed gratification. They demonstrated perseverance and self-control when put to the test. They are presented with mealworms, cheese, or bread, their first, second, and third favorite foods. And all the birds tested pass the challenge by ignoring the immediate treats, cheese and bread, until the screen was raised to allow access to their preferred choice, a mealworm. Five and a half minutes later, if a blue jay can take five and a half minutes to think about their decision and practice self-control, then surely I can too. And one more thing we can learn from birds, by the way, is not to worry about what tomorrow will bring. God's got it.